Okay, welcome back to the With Joe Weeby podcast. Still continuing on unpacking Naval Ravikant um, for early career people in particular. Today we're talking about how Naval rejects the socialization element of school. And this whole thing that we say school is so important so people can, children can meet other children and, you know, form friendships and develop socialization. He completely disagrees with it. So, Luke, do you, do you at, at the present, Luke, think of any reasons why, I don't know, I'm assu- like most people assume that that is like the one positive, like at least art school, you get to meet people and that's good for your social mm-hmm. development. Do you see any problems with school in that sense? Is there anything with on my, the radar, what he might be getting at before we understand? No, with it? my current thinking, I'm more uh, lean towards that it's a social environment which we you know beneficial social environment for sure okay yeah well me, me too before reading this to be honest but he really he really shifted me so naval thinks that socialization at school actually creates more problems than it solves and that exceptional people are actually built in solitude i just this is a fascinating and contrarian thought to unpack all right, so he makes good points around like now there's better, especially now there's better opportunities to socialize virtually. I know that turns a lot of people off, but I think, you know, constant students are a good example. It's pretty much all virtual still. Um, like even though you and I are high school friends, Luke, we didn't have this much of this sort of interaction before, right? So this is a new part yeah. of our friendship. Um, but for most people, they're high school friends or local community and not necessarily those who like most stimulate your thinking and align with your interests. But it's not only that, I think in the earlier period, it, it is a really turbulent fucking environment. So I read, this is like an exact quote of his. Socialization is actually the problem you're trying to avoid as opposed to the asset that you're trying to bring into it. And I think it's kind of pathetic how quickly we fall into saying school is for socialization. Gee, what about socialization? We've abdicated this idea that it's the best way to educate your child. It's a combination of one-size-fits-all education, compliance, training, (laughs) daycare, and I would argue socialization and the worst kinds, false little Lord of the Flies style worlds. Do you know Lord of the Flies, Luke? Have you ever heard of that, the movie or the book? No, 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 I haven't. Lord of the Flies is a, yeah, a, a story. They did make a movie at one point. These, these, this school group or something, these young boys are, are marooned on an island. And so they're left to like fend for themselves until they're rescued. And it basically just turns really hostile. They form all these little tribes. They almost, they kill each other and stuff like that. And they're very young. Right. So it's a real comment on society and what happens when you leave people often to be like, you know, there's also examples against it. But I guess making this very real Think about things like, especially what you see in American movies, like the who's cool dynamics. You know, who's the prom queen? Who's the football player? So Naval just says, like, it's all nonsense, right? All that is absolute fucking nonsense. And we all remember the shock of leaving that bubble, he says. Like, you know, for me, my language, I just call that the whole 18 and lost effect. Like, you come out of that world and you come into the... So many people are desperate to escape that as well that weird echo chamber culture that we get in schools with the complicated dynamics and the bullying. So he points out that homeschooled kids tend to outperform private school kids. Uh, But I don't know, it's not specific what he's referring to. So be careful of that. 
that even totally uneducated kids are at worst one grade behind but catch up very quickly at college. Uneducated. Not homeschooled, but uneducated. There's an example of that. There's a very um, very uh, popular book called Educated by a lady called, uh, by the name of Tara Westover. She was on Oprah and Ellen and all this. And she complete was a completely uneducated young person. Her family, she's in like one of those parts of America, like a remote part of America. Her parents were very, I can't remember which, they were very extreme kind of religious denomination. They didn't believe in schools and stuff like that and, and healthcare. I can't remember what they were. So they kept away from school. She eventually, like when she was older, without going to school at all, went to college, then became a distinguished, she has a major academic career. She went on, studied, she traveled, I think maybe she went to either Oxford or Yale or, can't remember where, I think she went to the one of the UK big ones, um, <laughs> despite being uneducated. <laughs> so his conclusion is, he thinks school is mainly about daycare, going back to uh, two episodes ago, I think, a group prison camp where you put your hand up to go to the toilet and are told the wrong things. He thinks it's terrible, but that most parents don't have a choice because they're busy working and we don't live in tribal society anymore. The kid ends up bored and compliant with all the curiosity stamped out of them. They use that time to build a social life because there's not much else to do. So Luke, I'll come back to you and has that five minutes there, has that adjust? has that prompted anything new in your thinking? But yeah, it gives it, it gives it a different lens to look at it. Like, for, for example, you see, you think sitting in a classroom, have, being very, having everything very prescribed, and you know, you have to be very controlled. You know, you can't really speak out too much, depending on the class, obviously. But as soon as you were explaining that, I was thinking back to school when, when you know, we're all we're all sitting in the classroom in that in that sort of scenario, which I never really reflected on it like that. Uh, it's, it's super powerful. Actually, he completely, I completely agree with him because um, parents are always like, well, what would you do? And I know that parents, when I talk to pe- older people about education, they kind of rest on, well, what do you do? You don't just leave kids at home when parents have got to work and then they need to go, whatever, socialize, make friends, and that's good for them. But it is very true that so much of school just becomes about bullshit socialization. Um, a lot of like fucking around basically because there's no other there's lack of other purpose for so many people at school they're just passing the mo- through the motions ticking off the grades till they can get out of there and then spend a lot of time just just mucking around um really like that's where so much of the social emphasis comes from and i go back to that quote he has exceptional characters are built in solitude and I'd argue there's a healthy part of being away from the crowd. I'm not saying everyone should live like a hermit, but I've definitely felt this in the last couple of years, that when you have time away from the, the crowd, the, the group, the crew, especially we can still interact, not through like social media, but in like, say, I don't know, a Zoom call or a video call or a phone call, text messages, you can still have those ties. There's an incredible opportunity to listen to yourself and develop and harness yourself when you can observe yourself without everything else that colors it. Because so much of school, and I still felt this, even though I was, I don't know, had good friendships and everything. Um, I wasn't like a loner or really bullied at school, I don't think. But 
it's still a melting pot for insecurity. It's a lot of semi-mature people thrown in together. I mean, one of the classic examples was the concept of boy school that we went to. Mm. Right? And not even being with the other gender. So for me, that created problems, you know, having relationships and actually being able to talk to women, which is so common for a lot of young men who don't, you know, it's you reduce the exposure to women, for example, despite the fact that there's this positive part of you're being socialized at school. I think that's very strange. Mm -hmm. Do you think... Do you think it refers to some, in some sense, when you're all there in that sort of environment and I guess you're always comparing yourself to your peers, that can be, create a lot of stress and anxiety? Exactly. And you get locked into it. Bullying is an inevitability of that sort of environment. And whilst on one, one instance, I think, well, yeah, you can't escape the, the cruelty of life. So maybe you do need to deal with things like that. Also don't think it's almost like being locked in a prison where your life is sort of fucked because you have to go interact with those people every day. In the adult world, you have more you have more opportunity to kind of go sort of anywhere, really. But you you're not so lucky if you're at school and just locked in to to something like that. Mm. So it's not yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it probably creates more problems than it solves. Yeah. Does does Naval allude to any better scenario or things? not necessarily, but I think that the scenario is is in this outline of again, constant student style. There's a, there's one called Pragma for, you know, for um what is it? Fourth to eighth grade. This is in the US and stuff like that. Like the sort of interacting a lot of online solutions facilitating learning and, and peer groups and stuff. And then I would suspect just having a lot of social activities that young people could participate in to make friends and stuff like that, like soccer teams and, I don't know, chess clubs and um, creating a bit of an environment like that rather than you are. this is your school, these are the people you're spending the next X years with and you create all these strange arbitrary social hierarchies in here that are really built on top of insecurity because it's almost like a fucking prison yard. <laughs> you've got cliques. You've got the, the Lebanese kids hang with the Lebanese kids and the Asian kids hang with the Asian kids. And <laughs> yeah, it's, lunchtime. And the basketball. And it's just like a fucking prison. <laughs> it's the same dynamics as a fucking prison when you throw people together based on you are just in this geography. You're just going together. So... It's a big one It's it's because that's one of the last things people cling to as their reason for why we need to make the current version of school just work better is the daycare part. Okay. But if you take this away, it really leaves, leaves us open logically to like, wow, the whole thing is almost like got to go. Anyway, we'll make that enough for one day. We're hitting the 12-minute mark. And what have we got tomorrow, Luke? Uh, you excited for more Naval? We've yeah, got of course. very specifically what Naval Ravikant would teach his kids, and we'll go deep into that. That's tomorrow.